With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Suddenlyalitalk.com podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast and the association with Lucky Star Gin. I'm your host, Mike, and on our panel today, not our panel, sorry, my guest today, um, I've got Mark Kidd. Um, in this episode, we're going to be looking at various things um, Mark's been involved in over the last <coughs> years. And um, we're going to uh, be ignoring as much as possible um, all the pre-season friendlies as normal. This is my own pre-season, um, which is just as well because um, SUFC TV have just released the highlights and it says just the goals. So I'm guessing what kind of game it was yesterday. Um, your engagement is really important. So please join the discussion, stay connected with us, um, share your thoughts, comments on the episodes, um, interact with other fans and listeners. Uh, tell me what you want to hear next. Fire in any questions for the panel that you want to ask. Um, you can find us on all the social media pla- platforms at Sutton Podcasts. Like, shares, and comments really help us grow. And um, yeah, it's basically just share it, get this out in front of as many ears as possible. Eyes, ears, whichever you're watching on, listening on. Um, so, going to get straight into it. Mark, it's great to have you on the show. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you, Mike. That's good to be here. And uh... Yeah, looking forward to this. Have a nice little chat here. Catch up with everybody. <laughs> well, one of the very first things that jumped out at me was uh, um, you, you sort of mentioned you've been supporting for um, X amount of years. And I was like, 
well, that's, God, that's, that's about the same time I've been alive. And then I panicked and went, oh my God, that's, that's a long time, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I started um, 1975. Um, I just came down off chance with some uh, school friends. Um, Sutton won, I think we beat Hayes 3-2. And I just loved it and I was hooked. And I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gone away since then. Um, <laughs> it's almost 50 years, isn't it? Um, I didn't realise, it never occurred to me. Um, and I would say within a month of a couple of home games, I was going to home and away as well. I was jumping on the supporters coach and um, started to make lots of friends and, you know, really getting immersed in the club. And it, it was just great. And he felt at home, let's put it that way. As a 14 or 15-year-old, wherever it was, I sort of found my place. Um, I started getting involved um, almost immediately, volunteering to become a, like turnstile operators. And uh, I did a bit of stewarding, but we didn't really need stewards back there in the Ishmael League. Um, the time I'm talking about, 75, 76, 77, Sutton weren't doing particularly well as a club as a, on the on the actual pitch. So it was quite hard, you know, a, a few years in. I think one one of the later, late 70s years, we actually sort of, um, relegation was on the, you know, the horizon. So we had to uh, sort of dig deep. It was, we had a couple of bad seasons, but, uh, but I still loved it. And even though I was, 16, 17, I'd made so many friends and some of the boys were, who they're still there today, most of them, playing in the Malden District League. That We had a Sutton United Supporters Football Club, which I joined. I think you had to be, it was in the Malden District League, if I remember, and you had to be 18 to play, but I was only 16, and but it didn't seem to matter. And the Malden District League in the late 70s was a bit like the Wild West. You know, the, 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 the tackles were going in and some of the, yeah, it was. It, it was. It, it could have been. You had to look, look after yourself. You grew up fast in the Bournemouth District League in those days. Um, and I, felt, I think I played for the supporters club for about, I don't know, seven or eight years, something like that. Then I left and went to play for another club. But I eventually came back, and believe it or not, Clive the Kitman was the manager then, and he was a great manager. Clive is the enthusiasm he shows for. Uh, what he does today, you see him running up and down the pitch and stuff like that. And I actually played with Clive as well. He played left back. I'm old enough to have played with Clive, but he, he, now he's the manager. And our erstwhile captain was none other than Adrian Barry. <laughs> so it was great, you know. You know that, and that was probably sort of 15, 20 years after I sort of made my debut, you know, going back for those. And they're all still there now to this day, which is, you know, which is just fantastic. And everybody's still involved and, you know, everybody yeah. loves the club as you know as much as we all do. So it's it's, it's one of the things that um, makes me often still feel like a, a a newbie. I'm coming up to 35 years, wow. and I'm like, oh well, no, there's people that have been supporting this club for ages, and I've, I, you mentioned that Adrian. There's obviously Freaky. There's all sorts of other yeah. people that I, that I know that have supported the club for a long time, and only every now and then I'm like. No, no, I'm heading towards these yeah. these old old. old you just you, you, this will make you laugh, then, Mike. <laughs> Mark Frake, right, mm -hmm. was my best man, my wedding. Was he? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And did, yeah. Did, he, and, did, uh, did he give the did he give the uh, the, the priest vicar some 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 jip? Right, I don't <laughs> luckily, his luckily his uh, best man speech, he, he didn't swear much. <laughs> oh God, that was um, twenty eight years ago. That was. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. So, so you kind of obviously mentioned that you you 
he started coming on um, at the sort of 14, 15 yeah. year age bracket, which we do seem to hook people on because that's very similar to age that, that I started. And we've yeah. obviously got a lot of young ones at the moment, um, but we weren't doing well. So it's complete opposite to some of the young ones <laughs> that we got now. So no. we weren't doing so well. So what was it that kind of made you go, yeah, this, this is where I want to be, where I'm going to spend my Saturdays and it, whatnot? It, it was all about the people, the friends, you know, making the friends, you know, um, which which most of them I still, you know, still got to this day. Um, n- nearly all of them around involved, you know, either either supporters on the committees or uh, various official, you know, posts and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I don't know because, as I say, it was some of the, there's a couple of seasons there. It was quite a hard watch. Um, there was a forward called Ricky Kid, who was obviously my namesake, and at the time. I mean, Ricky was a star, great player, you know, and there was rumours that he was off to Dagenham, which became true. And I remember at the end of one season, I don't know what we were talking about, I'm not really good on the years, but late 70s, after the last game, you won't believe this, but I actually ran onto the pitch. I said, Ricky, Ricky, please don't go, please don't go. And uh, I don't think he knew, uh, obviously he didn't know me at all then, uh, but he was obviously my favourite player, you know, namesake and stuff like that. But years and years later, we had a vets team. And uh, we played South Park and Ricky was chairman, you know, and a half decent player still, you know, and it's probably about, oh, God, no, God knows, 15 years ago. And we played, we played, we played, actually played South Park and I was playing centre midfield alongside, uh, against Ricky Kid. I, I just couldn't believe it. And he scored a lovely, he still had his touch. He scored a lovely headed goal. And it went over Chris Vag. Probably might, you might know Chris Vag, who does the turnstiles to this day as well. Chris was a great goalkeeper, you know, three or four hundred games for Hampton in the sort of the Ishmael League and stuff like that. And we had Chris in goal for us and it just looped, majestically looped over his head into the, the back of the net. He's still at it, Ricky, but, you know, just just to be on the same pitch as him. And I know, I know him really well now. I've known him, I know him really well now. So it's it's great, you know. Right. Did you celebrate? He scores. <laughs> you go, oh, yeah. God, I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good goal, Ricky. You know, he's very humble, very humble. You know, and in the bar afterwards, we were chatting and joking. It, 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 you know, it was great. I think I told him the story about coming on the pitch and actually, and uh, yeah, and all that. But yeah, what, what a yeah, what a small world it is, isn't it? Yeah, end up no, playing, you know. Yeah, and um, so you kind of mentioned um, the <laughs> typical route, typical sort of Sutton United, um, almost a bit like Class A drug, getting you getting you a little taste dragging you in and then suddenly you yeah. realise all, all these years have gone by and you're like, yeah, whoa. Exactly. whoa. Oh, exactly. um, but you've done lots of different roles behind the scenes. You've done, you've mentioned the turnstile, the stewarding. You've then yeah. gone on for various different things. Uh, um, so can you kind of talk us through the, the journey, yeah. what you remember? Yeah, so, and and yeah, how, um, how, how it felt as well to just be, be sort of well, important all of a sudden. Yeah, well, yeah. so I, I did, a, as I say, you know, those sort of jobs. And eventually... Um, we it, it's we don't have it now, but there was a vice president's committee, mm-hmm. and um, I was asked to be on on that, which I gladly accepted. I was just as a sort of a committee member, and then eventually they always they always find a job for you, don't they? So I started um, organising the um, general knowledge quizzes, which which mm-hmm. actually went down quite well. We hadn't we haven't done one for a while actually because of I don't know just sort of, but you know starting to do that and the raffles and just everything really, and then. Um, then there was a thing called the Patrons, which was a little, it's where the media room is now, I think. It was a little group of about 10 of us who were invited to become patrons. And it doesn't, that doesn't exist anymore. So, 
uh, and that was good. And eventually, um, they were looking for a new chairman of the um, stadium club about 10, 10 years ago. Um, I sort of half volunteered, half asked if I'd do it. Uh, suck all these jobs, isn't it? You know, and uh, so I've been doing that for about a ten year, ten years now. The main job of being of that um, is really is raising revenue from the bars. You know, getting as much money as we can because you know every every pint we sell, you know, there's a few quid of that goes into as profit, and that goes into the playing budget. So um, raising revenue from the bars, but also you know it doesn't run itself. You know, we have the stewards, and uh, you know it, it's everything really. You. It goes, you know, from the mate organising the cleaning company. I've had a couple of, you know, cleaning companies while I've, you know, been there. You know, had to let one go. Got a new one in. You know, very pleased with the company at the moment. Um, you know, they come in six days a week. Um, hiring of the facilities, you know, to raise more revenue, of course. Um, most important. Um, we're pretty booked, and we have been really for years, with the Boom Boom on Fridays, mm-hmm. um, which I go to a lot because I love music as well. And... Um, parties and stuff like that you know it's all it's all re- it's all um you know revenue streams for the club uh obviously you can never have enough money um but then we you know it's 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 things like if you want to um do, you know applying for licenses it's, it's not as simple as you think so after the uh what was it after the, Wem- the wembley papa john's uh, 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 uh last year you know we wanted to have a party afterwards obviously not going to get back till about nine ten o'clock now it's a sunday and technically, our license will only let us open till 11. So I had to go to the council, get what they call a TENS notice, temporary events notice, which is 20 odd quid, and you apply. Mm-hmm. And the council, uh, very good at the council, and they gave us an extension to, I think it was one or two in the morning. So we had a great, we did have a great, great party that night. And also getting the DJ, of course, you've got all the, so it doesn't, yeah. you know, I, mm-hmm. I had to scout around, get some DJs, and, you know, who, who was available on a Sunday. You know, strange times. You know, sort of ten in the evening till two in the morning on a Sunday night—a bit strange. But yeah, it's always sort of. There's always there's always something to do. There's always an issue. You know, there's you know the phone goes nearly every other day with something. You know, uh, I don't know the the delivery from Heineken hasn't come, and we've got a big game and a big party, and you're starting to think, well, we're gonna, not going to have any beer, and you know, but it it all it, it all sorts itself out. You know, eventually we get there eventually. So. Uh, you know, organised chaos sometimes, but mostly it's we know what we're doing. Mostly we know what we're doing. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's good because um, it, it does keep me busy. Let's put it that way. It, it does keep me uh, <laughs> on my toes, which is well, you know good. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a couple um, things on there that I wanted to go into a bit more because um, they it's the kind of thing that, as you mentioned, just happens. And we rock up and go, yeah, you lovely, you've got a little bit of party, and then go home again and, and don't really think about the whole thing of, well, actually, no, it can't just happen. Other people have got a planet. Um, but there, w- there was one I wanted to just jump in first because it sounded like you were getting very dangerously close to, um, oh, forgive me if I've forgotten his name, Lenny Dennis was telling me about, I think it was Barry that used to wander around with his little book collecting money, and he said, no one ever knew what the money was ever for. <laughs> it was just oh. uh, he'd come around and say, "Give us your money," and we'd go, "Okay, here you go." <laughs> I wonder if that was. Um, does he mean Barry Aplin? Do you think? I think or? it possibly was. Um, yeah, where, yeah. Where... Barry Aplin was a great, <laughs> a, a great guy. Re- really good, you know. He, you know, I, he unfortunately, you know, passed away far too early. But uh, he did see us win, I think, the Ishmael League. Um, mm. uh, uh, Barry, yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing then, Barry. Yeah, everybody <laughs> gave him money. It was either for. for <laughs> See, I took over the ball sponsorship. We'll come to that this 
later from but Barry used to do it and then um you know he had enough on his plate and he asked Barry actually asked me if I'd do it so I, I took over for him uh oh ten another one another 10 12 years ago so you know yeah I think that's what we might have been doing yeah yeah or, or collecting goal you know goal scoring stuff and you know sponsored, just, sponsored just, goals yeah, yeah funny it just made me think of it because when I went to, to, to find you on, on Saturday I was asking around and people were very bewildered that someone was looking for you and usually people are running away from you. <laughs> and, yeah. um, but you were still busy again on Saturday where suddenly you had to go off and, and uh, help, help. Well, yeah, the last two home uh, friendlies against Reading and Millwall, obviously they have brought down a, a lot of supporters, you know, Millwall especially, oh, there's probably 900. I don't, don't quote me on that, but, but there was a lot down there and we had... Um, we had two members of bar staff doing the the away end bar, and what happens is if I if if I can if I'm not doing anything else I will always go down to the away end. Probably did it most of the games last year, and I'll just stand at the back pre-pouring pints, and then Louise or whoever's doing it, uh, it was Louise and Claire on um, Tuesday. They will literally take the orders, turn around, and when we've got to re- and, and just pick up the you know the beers that have been pre-poured. Um, did that for about an hour and a half on um, Tuesday. Yeah, no, it's quite, I quite enjoy it really. I just, <laughs> I just stand there, just literally one after another after another, just keep keep it going. We, we did, we did really well. You know, I mean, anybody who's ever run a football club will tell you that there's a good chance that in pre-season friendlies, if you haven't got the away support, you will make a loss. And people say, how can you make a loss? Well, you have to have the same referees, assistants, and a fourth official at the same standard. So, i.e. League Two standard, uh, if you're going to host a game like that. So, it doesn't matter who we're playing. Whoever the highest, you know, we have, we're playing at home, so we have to have a league. And that costs a lot of money. You know, it's, it's I don't know, best part of £900 just for just for the officials on a friendly. So, as you know, you don't get that many people there. So, as long as you get the away away fans. So, that was quite pleasing to see, actually, that we actually managed to make, a, hopefully, you know, some, some money out of it rather than as we have done in the past, a loss. So, no, it's good. To, it was well supported by Reading and Millwall, I've got to say, you know. Mm. Um, I think they've, I think all the shops sold a couple of hundred tickets already. So, mm. that won't be too, you know, we'll get the bar open as well at that end and, um, you know, yeah. and, and we go again. Yeah, there's always something to do. Um, yeah, so if, if I'm not doing anything else, because I, <laughs> I, I host, uh, we do, we'll, you know, Matt, Matt does these um, quizzes, quiz nights and stuff like that. And he does a good auction and, um, it's a day with Matt and the team, and I, mm. I host that as well. So that includes lunch, and, um, and then Matt's, okay. Matt's very accommodating. You know, yeah. we walk around. The, yeah, he's great, Matt. Yeah. So yeah. that's a well, really that, good day. Everybody's done that. That yeah, really one enjoys of the it. I want yeah. to talk to you, but I wanted to just um, talk about one of the other magical events that just kind of suddenly appeared. We, we had a brief chat the other day about it. Um, during the, the lockdown period, when obviously things were really difficult um, for everyone personally, you got people really struggling with it, loneliness because it was a big su- surprise as to how much football meant to a lot of people just being there, not not team winning, not anything like that, but just actually being there with this group of people all for the same yeah. event and um, the social side. And obviously people weren't struggling to get out anywhere, but you guys came up with a, a, a good solution. I don't know whose idea it actually was, but the... Um, the sort of the Friday night um, bottles, um, yeah, became so, very, yeah, very popular very very yeah. quickly. 
it was it was very it was for me it was very frustrating and for everybody else who probably been indoors for months and months and months and then they they changed the laws didn't they where you could serve outside or whatever it was rule of six i can't remember now the rules kept changing so yeah we decided um uh well i decided i spoke to dave februb he was the company chairman at the time i said i had this idea you know we can do this heineken weren't brewing at all or anything like that at the time but i still thought we could there's some mileage in it and the club weren't getting any any income whatsoever um so i phoned up um alison holloway and gareth miller and put my ideas to them and they they jumped on board because alison can run the bar so what we had to do is literally to go to every supermarket and clear their stock of all bottle beers you know lagers morettis tributes you know, literally, I mean, I don't know what they thought. I think Alison was almost banned from Asda. I think it was Asda. And they must have thought she had a drink problem, you know, because we were literally <laughs> buying, you know, car loads. And then it was just fantastic. The first one I got down there at five o'clock set up. People weren't allowed into the actual um, bar or anything like that. So we had a trestle table outside and then we put up four or five big round tables or probably more, about 10 outside. And you think you're standing there at five o'clock and think you are nobody's going to come you know um and then yeah people started coming get drinks served it to their table service to the uh uh you know from the bar and just just took contactless and it went down really well i mean i shouldn't have been a surprise because this club is you know it's, it's it's fantastic isn't it people always come out and support you and we did i don't know how many we did um i think all i think we did about 14 or 15 every friday and, and I say sometimes the weather was a bit inclement, shall we say, but people still came. And week after week, Gareth and Addison and myself would go down and just clear out all the beers and, and sell them. And it went it went really well. And then that's sorry, I forgot. When then we got a fish and chip van in, didn't we, as well? That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. I phoned up somehow. I got a fish and chip van. I just, I just phoned around, I think. And, and that was great. And people came out. And like you say, just coming together again you know sometimes you had 60 70 people there you know i think i think there was a limit on the amount of people you could have and there was a, a couple of occasions i think well we you know we're getting really close to it i think once we had 90 um you know 90 people there it was quite incredible you know this went on for weeks and weeks and weeks and you know everybody was just 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 to come out and see it hadn't been oh, it's just great you know i just i was so pleased you know we did that for week after week after week and uh yeah so and and, it got, and I think at the end we we raised quite a bit of money for the club in the end. I mean, you know, not you know quite a substantial amount. And mm. you know, it was only a small, you know, it, in the big scheme of things, it, but it probably paid a few bills, shall we say? You know, it wouldn't yeah, pay any wages, but uh, yeah. you know, it, no, I it was one of the yeah one of the highlights actually. Yeah, the, yeah, but you know, people say, can you do it now? And not really. It's you know, we're, <laughs> we're back open now, so yeah, you know, yeah, it's exactly. a shame. But uh, yeah, no, I loved it. It went really well. Maybe it could be like, like a, a one-off summer. Well, no, I say summer, it's ping with rain. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> one-off yeah, sort not, of summer event of we're bringing it back once once a year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it was all done by volunteers. But now they yeah, it's, it's tricky because yeah. if you did that now, then you'd be taking people's, you know, the, the paid people away from yeah. that. So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, it's great. Well, uh, I really enjoyed that. It's one of the highlights, actually, of, of, <laughs> of all the years that you yeah, had to yeah. get involved in. I mean, it is it's strange. I've banged on about it a lot, but the, the whole... 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The whole thing is, uh, prior to, to that lockdown, he's like, I, I went to the football. I watched the football. I kind of did bits and come home. Um, but it was only when it didn't have it, uh, it was like, oh, hang on a minute. That's a that's actually a huge chunk of, of, of my life that I don't have anymore. And um, there were other people um, in the same boat. And funnily enough, it, not my one, but when I spoke to other people who do podcasts, they were like, yeah, we started it in lockdown because everyone was missing it. I'm like, oh, I should have thought to do that. But uh, didn't, yeah. didn't even occur, didn't but even occur to me. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what it proved, though. Those games behind closed doors, I went to quite a few of them. Absolutely no atmosphere at all. It no. just proves that you do need people <clears throat> in the ground. Yeah. You know, so the, the authorities should not take supporters for granted you, you know no. and they're you know i mean slightly different at our level but you know you, you hear of horrendous prices don't you for away fans oh, um, in the yeah. premier league like 60 70 80 quid i mean well, i think i think sheffield wednesday was 70 something quid for one of their games and they're not even in the premier league no, <laughs> no. i mean they will they will alienate a lot of supporters yeah. um you know i mean hopefully we 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 could pick up a few of those at sutton you know because we're, we're quite reasonably yeah. priced you know um but I'm it, sure we'd love to charge less, but then you've got the wage bill to pay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it, it's catch 22, isn't it? On that, it goes um, back to the earlier thing of people coming to the football when they're quite young. If they're suddenly being charged 20, 30 quid to, yeah. to come at 14, 15, they're not going to be able to afford to do no. that on a regular basis. Um, no. So we're going to get to a point of now, I, I need you to do, well, I don't need you, but I'm going to let you do some plugs because there's a few things that you kind of, um, mentioned coming up that I know know is coming up as well. Um, so there's a sporting dinner happening in October. Yeah. So at the at the moment, um, in October October the twentieth, we've got one of these sporting dinners. We had one back end of last year where we had Steve Copple and Alan Smith, who kindly did it for, for no fee at all, which was great. And uh, same applied to uh, Tim Vine, who's who's very helpful for the football club you know people you know and he did the hosting the comparing um in, introduced everybody it was great and then smith and Koppel. but I'm, I'm i'm doing another one it's going to be on friday uh october uh, friday 20th of october i'm just chatting to some people about getting the main sort of speaker so you know you want somebody good and then you, you have a nice comedian it's a nice four course uh, meal as well i mean we've done i think it's 43 of them <laughs> I, I, I know it's been going for a long time and um I'm, i've only been involved in the last the last the last one and it's my second one that i'm organizing um so we'll try and get that done as soon as i as soon as i can get somebody you know uh, uh signed up uh we'll, we'll announce it and it'll get the um 
Um, we'll get it out there. Um, Matt, Matt does his football quizzes. Uh, yeah. Matt's, Matt is brilliant. You know, not as he, not as he, a, a great manager. You know, and he's got time for everybody, but he does these quizzes. We, we've done about six or seven of them, and they are fantastic evenings. And we raise quite a lot of money, actually. Uh, but Matt actually writes the quizzes himself. He's, he's brilliant. And I find the quizzes really hard. I'm in a team that I think I think our team came second or third, and I think I only answered one question, but I still enjoyed it. I guess we got some good we got some good guys, good lads in our team. But hopefully, have another you know Matt Gray football quiz either the back end of this season. Time just goes so fast, and Matt's under you know he's got enough on his plate. <laughs> um, so it might be in the spring. Uh, it might be in the spring. But we've done we've done a lot of them, and um, that's where we have an auction, and that's where just touching back on the day with the team with Matt. And, um, um, you know, it's, that's, that's, that's where they come from. That's one of the auction prizes and uh, everybody loves it as well. So, yeah, so there's a few things there uh, yeah, I mean, coming, coming up. So, so the, the quiz thing, that's a, that was a separate line of question. That's, um, that's just a, obviously we're Sutton United and I, I, I usually look at Sutton United. I don't really look at things going on outside. Um, but with doing this, I speak to other people doing with their own clubs. And they're just all amazed. Like, what? Well, sorry, hang on. Your your first team manager, yeah, <laughs> comes along, a professional football manager of the '92, yeah. does yeah. a quiz night with the supporters, yeah. and um, it's like, yeah. yeah, but it just seems perfectly normal and natural at Sutton. I know. Like, I can't imagine any of the other managers ever just going, yeah, I'll do that, and not only just I'll host it, but as you say, I'll do the questions, I'll yeah. do this. Um, well, so kind of who, who who's. How did that come about? Was it just um... Um, so? So Matt's family are involved with Hadley Wood Football Club, mm-hmm. their home, their, basically their hometown. You know where they come from, and I think um, Matt, Matt's brother is the chairman actually now. Um, he, he comes down to Sutton. You'll recognise him. He looks just like Matt. Stephen, his name is, and he, he's a great guy. And he comes mm-hmm. along, and does the scoring actually uh, on the on the evenings. But they've done one or two of these fundraising things at Hadley. And um, I guess Matt must have Matt must have mentioned it that he'd do it. So I, I just got the wheels in motion, and um, yeah, yeah, we've done we've done done quite a few of them now. It's, it's, you know, it's great, yeah. And I tell you something, we've even been down there at four o'clock in the afternoon, setting up the tables and chairs as well. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Matt's been down there, and he's you know he's helped out, and I know, he, he, yeah, everybody's down there. You know, it, there's a lot of tables and chairs to. Just literally put out and put back because it always sells out. You know, it's all yeah. seventeen or whatever it is teams of six. Um, did you come, uh, Mike? I can't remember if you. I didn't know. I, no. I, 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 where, you, where you say you've only answered one question, I, I would be oh. just sitting there going, "I don't even understand the questions." <laughs> no, no, no. yeah, um, no, 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 no I, I, I do. Yeah, no, get, get yourself a team together. It. Get some clever people in it, yeah. <laughs> like I've done. <laughs> <laughs> just sit back and have a good time. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, yeah, no, we, we have, um, I can't remember, I think it's £200 first prize, £100 second yeah. prize, um, yeah. then bottles of wine for the third and fourth. And Matt does a, a league table. So no matter where you are, you've always got a chance to get into the playoffs, um, you know, and there's a playoff question. So even if you're like eighth or ninth or tenth, it, you know, when it comes to the last round, if you can, if you have a good round, you're in the playoffs and then we have a one-off, <laughs> you know, tiebreaker questions. That's really good. It's, it's, a, it's a great evening. It's a great yeah, evening. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll do another one. I have a feeling that'll yeah. be next year, but you know, yeah. time time is you know is, is going to yeah. I mean, get on quick. He, he, you've mentioned he's just 
I've said it, so it bores people, but he is so good, and um, he is. Like he's he's kind of going to come onto the show, and he was all very apologetic when I saw him on Saturday, saying because we'd arranged it for Sunday, and he said, "Oh, can we just push it back a little bit?" And I'm like, oh, "What am I going to say? No, <laughs> so yeah, no I'll, do, I'll do whatever you're telling me." No, he, he is he's so, he's so accommodating. You know, he's, yeah. he's he's got time for everybody. You know, if he if he you know in his schedule day busy schedule, I know that. Yeah, no. you know. I actually once said to him, do you have any time off, Matt? And he's, oh, and that's right. I said to him, oh, you, there's no training, is it? Thursday, you've got a day off. And he just, he said, he said, kiddo, there's no days off. That's just a day without training. <laughs> I've never forgotten that. It did make me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Seven day a week job. Yeah, no. He is. He'll be looking at videos this morning. Definitely. All the time, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the other things that you're involved in is the the, the ball donor scheme. Um, yeah. And we, we had a little chat about that because I've, I've, I've yeah you do one. very yeah yeah um but how do people get involved in that what what so what is that because I, I know the, the club have kind of put out the, uh, the player sponsorship thing and everyone sort of sees the 500 pound and goes whoa <laughs> and because it's that's more aimed at um companies but yours is more for individual supporters yes yeah, so, so 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 um so graham baker runs the and and roy williams and jason reynolds they they run like the so, so if, you know, if a, if a company wants to sponsor the game, you know, I, I can't remember how much that is, but you know, you get your six tickets for including pre-match lunch and everything, and then there's a corporate uh, ball ball sponsorship. But I run um, what they call the donations, and I took it over from Barry Applin, as we mentioned earlier, and it's a it's a great way just for. So you've done it, and it'll be so your name goes in the program, and I'll, I'll probably put you down as Sutton Podcast. It'll be in every single program. And, and um, I've got friends who just sponsor a game anyway and put a bit of information. Some of my friends have got companies. They just mention their companies. Um, I've got a couple of people doing it in, uh, in in memory of, you know, Sutton supporters that have passed away. Uh, I've got a couple of those coming up. It's, it's £75, and um, but it, it is a great way to sort of, you know, to, to mark an occasion, birthday, anniversary, or as I said, just remember, you know, a loved one who's, who's passed away. So I think that's, that is aimed at supporters, you know, um, and I've done that for about, you know, 10 or 12 years now, I think. So, mm. you know, so, yeah, if anybody wants to get involved, just um, just email me or see me down, the, you know, any game, home or away, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Well, the away end, normally. Um. Yeah, yeah, come down the away end <laughs> in the bar, yeah, have a drink. No, well, I, no um, it's probably better to e- email me. I think it's on yeah. the, it's, Mark, it's one of those, you know, mark.kid. At suttonunited.net, yeah. the emails that everybody's got. So yeah, more. Yeah, I know. I, I, I try and do two for each game, so mm-hmm. it, it, that's time consuming, you know. Because we, mm-hmm. with the Papa John's, you know, you've got a couple of home games there, and now we're at home in the Carabao Cup at last. I've got home drawing mm-hmm. that, so I try and get two yeah. for that as well. Yeah, so that's it's, it's well, quite a lot. It's funny you mentioned the time consuming because that's going to be the next question. Um, I mean, you you've done a lot. Obviously, um, you obviously enjoy it, um, keeps you busy, I think you've said a couple of times. But how do you kind of balance it up? Because this, um, this, this was certainly used to be whilst juggling a job as well. Um, so how do you kind of balance up the uh, enough hours in the day? Um, well, I, I've retired now. I've retired mm-hmm. about three and a half years ago. Um, and, and looking back, it's one of those things where you think, oh, how did I do that with a, a full-time job? But then... You know, I wasn't the only one, you know, back then, Lyle doing the programme, you know, Tony Dolbear doing the press. I mean, you know, 
Dave had a you know, fair brother job. Bruce had his own company, AB Works. Tim, yeah, I, I don't know how everybody did You know, I really don't know how they did it. We're looking back. You know, it's quite incredible. But I'm, I'm lucky. So I've got a bit of time on my hands, but it does feel, it, it, it fills the days up. There's always something to do. So, you know, it's quite nice. So, um, yeah. So, so what, what would we say? I mean, I know, I know we have to shift it ever so slightly with the, with the fact we're now professional. Um, but what would you say to people who kind of say, well, actually, I'd like to get involved into doing something with something. It doesn't well, have to be take over your life, but no, 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 there, there's always something to do. There, there is always something to do. I mean, I know that, um, they're always looking, I mean, like I did turnstile operators. I mean, that's easier now because you just, just people, you just scan the tickets. It's a lot easier than it used to be when it was just, you know, take time consuming, you know, you'd have massive queues because you people had the wrong money or something like that in the old days. Now it's just, you know, just, you just scan, scan the, the code on the season mm -hmm. tickets and stuff like that. Uh, so that's, that's a good way to get involved or, or if you want to get involved in any of the, 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 the committees and stuff like that, or that there is always something to do. You know, if you just come along and, and, and say to Tim or, Bruce or myself, I'm sure some of you, some of you find something to do. I mean, we do those um, meet and greet type stewarding. So it's not actually stewarding as in corralling people. We're looking for just supporters who've got something, know about the club a little bit, um, just to meet and greet, uh, say, people at the fan zones and stuff like that to show where every, you know, where, where things are. Because we have a lot of new people, obviously. You know, we've gone, there was yeah. a time when I could literally, in the old days, name I could walk around the ground, and I knew every single person, every single you know. When we we're getting four or five hundred, and knew everybody. And now, of course, you don't, you, you can't walk around, uh, and also you've got mm. over three thousand people there, so you've lost that. Yeah. But what we have got is all these new supporters, and so mm -hmm. it, it's nice to have these help meet and greet, you know, and and you just show the new supporters where the toilets are, where you can go and get something to to eat, you know, as simple as that. Where maybe a, a good place to stand is. You know, if, if you're a young uh, people of a family, you don't want to be behind the goal of, you know, all the youngsters, for instance, you know, you might just want to get on the curve and, you know, get a watch from there or seat in the stand. So, yeah, there's always some um, information or like show where, you know, where Gareth is in the shop where they can buy merchandise because that's another good, you know, Gareth does very well. They're a good source of income uh, stream. So, you know, if everybody's, you know, just anybody just come come along, all, all welcome. Everybody's welcome. Make, and you never know where it ends up 50 years <laughs> later <laughs> so yeah almost uh, yeah yeah you mentioned the fan zone and, and little things like that is um we, we had the um obviously the, the lunch before most home games yeah and um i've before we had the fan zone i've seen people kind of walk along look in the window of the bar and turn around thinking oh i can't go in there because that's a that's a private function so yeah all, all those kind of things would be really really handy for people to point yeah out. there's going to be some slight changes uh uh coming coming up but that um but that i think i'll be announced later on but 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 yeah everybody's allowed in the bar and we're trying you know the, the fan zones home and away you know, of have been a great success you know it, it, it alleviates especially when the weather's nice you know it takes people away from the bar um mm -hmm. the inside bars and they go and stand outside and um you know we we have a company called signal and it runs by charlie charlie luckin and very good quality drink uh, you know very nice the side um the cider the the pale ale and the lagers all really nice stuff 
Um, but of course, we do appreciate that some people want real ale, they want the pints of tribute or Guinness, so they have to come inside. But everybody's you're, you're welcome to come. Everybody's welcome to come inside. Uh, you have to join the 1898 club to get into the um, the Dave Smith Lounge, as it's called nowadays. Um, you know, you have to pay to get in for, for that, but that's like a, supposed to be a premium experience. You know, where you get glasses rather than rather than you know uh, plastics and stuff like that. So, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, just come come along, and uh, you know everybody's welcome to the, to lunches. Of course, I think they're I think they're twenty two yeah. pounds this year, and it's it's a great way to get down to the club and get you know because we do get a lot of people now to get yourself down there, seated you know a good hour or so before everybody else comes along. Matt comes in, does his you know team talk, tell you who's playing, who's not playing, you know how you are on the injury front, and he'll always take football related questions. Uh, only some people do. he once got asked what was he he said oh, any questions and somebody went what's the longest river in Africa <laughs> so, so what was he expecting <laughs> so it's, it's football related questions now only <laughs> so that was funny yeah no you, you could book they'll be online very soon yeah. if it's not already because they, the tickets of Notts County Wimbledon you know they'll be they'll be busy busy 4,000 plus crowds well Wimbledon should be sold mm-hmm. out so it's, it's a great way to get in there get your car yeah. sorted out, you know, park somewhere, you know, get in there, get seated, you know, and avoid all the, you know, hustle, hustle and bustle what goes on uh, near a kickoff times. Yeah, and if yeah. you do the uh, if you do the fan hub, it's a nice way, well, it should be a nice way to get your 11 out of 11. But uh, um, the one time I did it, the uh, something happened. I think Omar and um, Will had an accident or a pigeon threw into their car. So he, uh, he told us he told us the team, and next thing I'm going right. I've got a nice eleven out of eleven here. I'm going to win my pint, and uh, <laughs> didn't do it. I was it. Like, Damn. <laughs> but, I, yeah. I think yeah. I think going forward, I think the plan will be to try and get um, some players out there. You know, injured players mm-hmm. or you know, suspended players, or for whatever reason, to go out there and, and meet and greet uh, supporters. You know, sign sign some shirts, have the photos taken, autographs. You know, we, it was done a few times uh, last year, but. I've, there's plans, you know, afoot to to make that more, more of a regular occurrence as the season progresses. Yeah. I think food options would, you know, would change up as well. I think, you know, yeah. um, there's all sort of minor things that need changing down there. Well, yeah, I mean, the the, the players, um, <laughs> it was great, except it was uh, Ben and Kobe who went around doing it one of the times, and I'm sitting there, standing there next to them, going, "Yeah, I'm not going to be doing this very often because they're giants." Oh, um, you think, if you think they're they're giants. You went to see Omar stands alongside. Oh yeah, Omar, <laughs> the new Omar. Yeah, he's massive. I oh, know, proper massive. Um, so again, you're doing this. It's like you can see my questions. Um, so there's a real sense of sort of belonging, and we we really prioritise engaging um, with the supporters and doing things like that. Um, how kind of important do you think it is to keep this sense of community and, 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 and shared passion, if you like, amongst the, the, the fans. And to your knowledge, does it sort of go to the players? To, 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 I, I, to know I think what... the players do realise, um, but it is important, isn't it? You know, we, we know what, as a club, what we're about. Um, we had that very nice non-league sort of experience, didn't we, for years, and you know, all in it together and everything like that. And it, it, it can't, it has to change, of course. It can't just be... You can't run a League Two club on like a non-league basis, you know. You can't. Um, 
it's, it is it is tricky because I know a lot of people. You know, they everybody looks harks back and yearns for the old days, but you know, you you can't. You've got to keep pushing forward. You know, if you want to be a sustainable League Two stroke, I know. You know, League, you know, Matt wants to get into League One. It's not a secret. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's his ambition. Um, you know, and we're here to su- support him. And at the end of the day, it's all down to revenue, isn't it? You know, at the end of the day, you know, if we can get bigger playing budget, he can get better players. And you know, it's it's, it's as simple as that. But getting the money, raising the money, isn't simple. And you know, it, people do say, "Oh, you become uh, uh, a bit mercenary," shall we say? You know, about you know, but you've got to be. You know, yeah. you, you have you have. You know, it's, it's we're, no, we're no different from any other club that we go to away from, you know, away from home with fan zones and stuff like that, you know, raising money. So, yeah, it, it's, well, it's it's tricky. But we do, I do understand what everybody's, especially the people who've been there a long time, you know, and uh, most people are still there. You know, I know we've got the new supporters that probably, you know, probably not quite have got the Sutton United ethos that we had. But but it's changed, isn't it? You know, for last, it's our third season now. You know, and the, the non-league days will become, you know, a dim and distant past. You know, people will come down. I've, I've supported Sutton all these years, you know, as a League Two club. Where I supported Sutton for 45 years as a non-league club. I never thought it would be a league club. It's the last thing. I, I, I was quite happy being a league club. And all of a sudden, Matt went and won the league. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> brilliant. That's one of the questions we got asked a lot in our first season when anyone did any of the, these other um, opposition podcasts. was like, oh, are you living the dream? And my answer was no, because we didn't dream it. <laughs> we didn't even think it was possible no. to dream this. No, no. It's, but, it's, it, it just suddenly happened, didn't it? You know, if, if you'd have said 12 months previously, I mean, I, th- I think we just wanted to be, I think somebody said um, when we got Bruce promoted did. back, yeah, back to you know, let's just be the best non-league club, yeah, and be competitive in the national league, and then Matt Matt, Matt goes and wins the league. <laughs> and, and famously, of course, yeah. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Bruce's brief to Matt was keep us in the national league. Yeah, keep and us he, in the he, league. He failed. <laughs> His job's on the line. I know. I know. Um, you know he's done. He's done brilliant. Then, and and, and you know the the you know, first season, you know, finish, and then you know getting yeah. to Wembley again. Um, I, I'll just say about Wembley. I obviously did go to the trophy final, which we lost the last minute, and I did go obviously the other last year. And if I had any, any ambitions left, a lot of people will say this: "Say, just I just want to see us win at see us win at Wembley." You know, we, we've got to win at Wembley. We've been there about about four times now, haven't we? Or whatever it is, you know, we, yeah. we need to we need to win there. We need to win. I've got a list of people who will not be allowed to Wembley next time we go there. 
And, and yeah. Jenny, Jenny, if we're listening, you're top of that list. You're not allowed yeah. anywhere near Wembley if we get there again. <laughs> we, oh, um... oh, that was terrible. You know, we, we played so well, didn't we? In the, in, uh, yeah. in the Papa John's final, I thought we were, yeah. we were brilliant. Played yeah. great football. Scored a couple of goals. And just yeah. ran out of steam, didn't we? Yeah, you know, I mean, too, too easy to win it. It's fine. We were. <laughs> Yeah, it was a great, it was still a great day out, you know. It was, and you, you mentioned the, the the sort of party back at bar. And again, I don't, I don't often do those things. So I was like, oh, do you know what? I can't have the players coming back to an empty, no, an empty clubhouse. And so I kind of headed back, and I was like, well, it's quite busy, isn't it? Yeah. And then within the next hour or so, it got absolutely packed. And yeah. when the, by the time the players arrived, uh, um, it was like two or three players came in. Harry was first, all sort of, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, nice to see um, And then sort of, it just suddenly switched. I mean, it was Dean, Dino coming with his two cans, and he's like, Yay! and it was like, oh, party time. Yeah. And I had people leaving at one o'clock in the morning going, it's busier than most Saturdays Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was leaving. Yeah, I um, think I left about half past one. Can't remember yeah. now. I never made it home. I had to get a hotel, <laughs> a holiday in. <laughs> um, but you've, so. you've obviously... You've obviously supported for a long, long time, um, and you've kind of witnesses two golden periods. We'll say because yeah. obviously we we always hark back to the eighties. It's in my in my promo of the the, the Coventry match. Um, it's what people knew us about for years and years and years. Um, if you could talk to a, someone and give them your most significant moment for Sutton United. Um, what do you think you'd be able to say, right, this is going to hook this person to come down to Sutton United? Oh, there's, there's a lot, isn't there? What an actual moment to get to, for, for me or just anybody, really. So if, you, if you're telling the story of Sutton United to someone yeah. and they go, right, you've got one story to tell me, what, what would you... Um, well, I'll probably go back... So what, I'll go right back to where we started. So the late 70s, we weren't particularly brilliant on, on the pitch. And then... I think the catalyst, almost everything that's happened today, really, there's been some peaks and troughs, but we entered, oh, it's, it's a well-known story, isn't it? You know, 79, we entered the Anglo-Italian. Uh, we made it to the final in Chieti. And um, I was one of the seven people to go by train. Transalpino it was in those days. <laughs> my, still still in contact with most of those people. They're all, they're all, thank God, still alive. And most of them come to games still. And we went by train. So we literally, it took us two days to get there to Italy. And then we watched the game and then we didn't have time to celebrate because we had to go straight back to the station to get a connection back, to get another two days to get back, to get home. And we had to take us off work, uh, uh, time off work as well, to get back to the next game on the, whatever day it was, to get back to the next home game. I think we had a game. So it was a race against time. But yeah, it was, to just go all the way there, and we won that, which I wasn't expecting to even, you know, I wasn't expecting we'd actually win that. And and to win that, to me, changed everything, because we had a, a load of young players in there, you know, Tony Raines and Mickey Joyce and uh, Mickey Stevens, you know, and, and, and to name sort of just three, but there's about four or five others. And then that was it. That's kicked, although the golden era was in the 80s, I think that's 1979, that, 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 that was the start of it, with Barry as the manager, and there's, and there's it, the rest of history, isn't it? The 80s, we had a fantastic team in the 80s. Um, I think, you know, Mark Freight would say one of those teams in the late 80s, probably the best team he'd ever seen up until recently. 
Uh, we won the Ishmael League twice, didn't we? Uh, went to Wembley, then we won the Ishmael League twice. Uh, got into the National League for about five years. I, in those days, I was driving to every game, you know, home and away. We, we drove to every game. You know, great times, you know. And there was, was a little bit of a, a, a downturn. But then, you know, then Dodds comes comes along, doesn't he? And, you know, you know, on the roller coaster starts again for another 15 years or whatever it was, you know, winning leagues and stuff like that. And then Matt comes along. So we have, you know, and then you've got the, completely forgotten about the, obviously the, the FA Cup run culminating in the Arsenal, you know, yeah. live on Monday evening, match of the day, you know, fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really good. So, you know, we've been, we have been royally spoiled as a club. You know, there's been some hard, hard, you know, there's been one or two hard seasons where you think, you know, that was it, the one before Dodds came in was particularly yeah. difficult. You know, oh, terrible that was. I went to most games that was just dire. You know, we just couldn't, just couldn't get out of that malaise. We just couldn't do it. Changed the manager a few times. It just, but then Dodds comes in, yeah. complete new, you know, new broom and, and we're, off, we're up and running again. We're still, we're still going from that really. You know, we're still yeah. going really. But yeah, but I think that 79 thing was, was a catalyst really. Um, you know, because from, from the Leeds game in 1970 to that 79 have been pretty lean years. And then, yeah. you know, those those guys were great. You know, Joyce and Abel, you know, both, I think they both played for England, non-league teams. You know, they were, they were good. And Tony, Tony Raines, you know, 700 and something odd appearances and his yeah. brother, John. And, but the good thing about all those is um, in the 80s, I was uh, a, similar to, a similar age to the players by now, obviously, <laughs> you know, a bit 10 years older. You know, and I was like, you know, 23, 24. And, um, yeah, they all became really good friends, you know, which was great, you know, to to actually have the players the same age as you and all mates. I mean, now I'm 40 years, 30 years older than most of the players, you know. Just, uh, but, um, you know, to have all those guys as as mates and, you know, whenever you get back together, Paul Rogers, of course, you know, there's loads of them, it's, uh, you know, loads of them. Yeah. You know, I mean, they still come to the, you know, the club probably mm-hmm. once or twice a year and catch up with me. It's what you said, you know, about hooking people. You know, even the players get hooked. <laughs> And they, they all come back, you know. You talk about Lenny Dennis earlier. I, I knew Lenny really well, really well. And, uh, yeah, he was a great guy, Lenny. He, he was, you know, top, top player as well, Lenny Dennis. Yeah. Glad, glad he played for us, put it that way. He was hard Absolutely. as nails. And he looks, and he looks, yeah. Lenny's really annoying because he looks better now than he did in those days. I don't know if you've seen him oh, recently. No. Oh, no. He was at the Dulwich Hamlet Friendly, I think. Was it last year? I can't remember now. It's like he looks about thirty, <laughs> you know. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah. They're all they're all been, they're all fantastic guys. I mean, I can't of all the people I've known, I don't really think there's any any of the players where you go, oh, you know, I don't like him. I think everybody gets the club ethos, don't they? You know, this that, this, this is it. This know. is, um, I say probably in a disparaging way, but we're a strange little club in that it is yeah. very very rare that players leave. That I could probably only think of a handful, and some of them are recent, but it's rare that players leave that we kind of like oh get lost then off you go um generally it's like okay good luck it didn't work out um and that i think has people wanting to come back for those events that you mentioned they, they really enjoy it um, yeah but for the current season right we're in pre-season i've ignored most of the results um but we've had some well it's just impressive recruitment so far um yeah certainly not 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 shopping where i thought we'd be shopping um and um what are you kind of as as put your fan hat back on what are you kind of hoping yeah. for 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 this year and is anyone you're particularly looking forward to so far to, to well, be watching I, I, well 
as you say, when the recruit, when the players recruitment when they were announced, um, I thought, oh, that's as good. You know, two two League One players, haven't we? we we've picked up mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Smith up front. I know when we played against him. I know Matt used to when he was at Orient. Matt used to you know you know set up a you know he was one of the main uh, th- uh, worries I know when we played Orient. So to get him him on board was great. Um, I think Steve Arnold the keepers looks really strong. Um, I've seen, I've seen all the pre-seasons. We've had four, haven't we? Yesterday mm-hmm. wasn't particularly good, um, you know. And, and the Reading game was spoiled a bit by uh, the wind. But we, we, we've looked, we look good at Haven. We look good, good at Reading. Millwall were top, top side, and mm-hmm. you know, I think we played all right. Yesterday was probably the, the, the most disappointing of the games, but. It sounds boring, but I go back to that. Let's um, let's just cement our place. Let's get let's get the fifty points on the board. I know, I know, everybody says it. You might as well just cut me off now. Fifty points, but we know what we are. You know, and I'll tell yeah. you how how what I'm like. I, I, I look on the, some of these other clubs. I'm thinking, well, I haven't recruited. Well, I'm looking for two teams that are going to finish in the bottom two. Just two yeah. two two other clubs. I'm, I'm not going to mention them on here because it'll come back to bite me. But there's like there's a couple of clubs out there that are really yeah. struggling with re- recruitment at the moment. Uh, and long they may that continue, but do you know what I'd like? I'd, I'd like another FA Cup run because a yeah. it, it's just it, it brings more publicity to the club, and you can't, you know, being on match today just, just it was fantastic for us. You know, people still yeah. come down as my first Sutton game. Uh, you know, you know, and so that'd be brilliant. But of course, also the, the prize money. You know, we we we, we missed out last year. Farnborough at home. You know, we missed mm-hmm. out on that. You know, never know that where that would have taken us if we'd have beaten them. You mm-hmm. never know. So a, a cut run, a, a, a good solid season, playoffs hopefully, um, and, and a cut run. It's a lot to ask, I know, but um, you know, <laughs> set, your, set your dreams high. Well, yeah, it, it is only the, the only kind of area you could uh, look at Matt and go, your FA Cup record isn't isn't the the, the best. I mean, I'd never say to him because he's, he's yeah. <laughs> but, no, it, I, I, it annoys him. It annoys yeah. him. I know. <laughs> but I, right. I thought that was a golden opportunity last year to to beat Farnborough, yeah. and you know if you think back at that game in the first fifteen twenty minutes, we should have we should have scored a hatful. It was yeah. cleared off the line. It hit a post. It hit somebody on the line. You know, and if you don't score those goals, I remember I think I sat next to AB actually. I think oh my god, we've got to score, mate. And and Sod's yeah. Law, they got the goal, didn't they, on the break? And um, yeah, you can, you can yeah FA Cup matches. No, we yeah, definitely need an FA Cup run. Get a bit, of, get a bit of money in. Get a bit of money in. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's funny you mentioned fifty points because um, that that is it's the mantra, and I know a lot of other medias they they do laugh because pretty much any Sutton United fan they get um, will will be saying yeah fifty points fifty. Points. I listened to the BBC one. I I, um, I can't remember even who was on, and I apologised to Nick. I said it's just so funny because you could almost take one Sutton fan out mid-interview, replace him with someone else, and the answers <laughs> will be the same because same, we're all yeah. like, no, we we know what we want, as you say, we know what we are. Um, let's let's be safe. Let's get to that fifty points. Um, but thank you so much, Mark. I've kept you a little bit longer right. than I said I would. Um, no. It's, we're going we're to wrap up this episode. Um, as always, appreciate everyone's ear attention. I'm going to make that stick. Um, follow us, like, share on Sutton Podcast on the social medias. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your preferred platform. Give us any comments, shares, likes, etc. Um, until next time, thanks as always to our sponsors, Lucky Star Gin. Big, big thank you to you today, Mark. 
And thanks to everyone listeners. Um, hope you've enjoyed this episode of Something Podcast. Take care and we'll catch up soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.